0: It's 11 a.m. It's Friday, Friday. Welcome. This is Success Never Sleeps. I am who? Brandon Beliso. It is June 4th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard time, time. We're here on the West Coast, on the West Coast. We want to get this party started and welcome you to Success Never Sleeps. It is a weekly show that we've done for years now, it seems. And it's really about taking your questions and through discovery, through conversation, we help cultivate solutions that are going to help you move the needle, right? That's why success never sleeps. Success is a mindset. It's something we cultivate 24-7, 365. Even if I'm chilling, watching a good movie, I'm successful because I'm not staring into my cell phone looking at my computer. I'm enjoying that movie when I'm eating a meal. Success never sleeps because all it's about is that food that's nourishing my body. So it is a mindset. We'd like to cultivate it here every Friday with your questions, your questions. Everybody that takes this event that's going on right now and shares it with people, right, share it at different group pages. Right now, you're entered into a digital drawing, a random drawing where we pull a winner and that winner gets a 30-minute discovery call with me and it's cool hanging out with school owners all over the world and i'm so blessed i've worked with school owners in australia korea germany switzerland canada uk all over the united states mexico and i have the blessing of of being able to discover what works for them and i'm very passionate about sharing one size does not fit all so for somebody to tell you this is the way success should be run the other way because only you can truly define your version of success but It does take great teachers and great mentors to inspire, ignite, to get that curiosity going within you, right, that helps you discover what works for you. I don't pay your bills. I don't feed your kids. So ultimately, don't listen to me. Don't listen to anybody. It's really through gathering data that we take information, and information only becomes knowledge when we apply it. And the inertia, the energy, the the inspiration to apply it is really, does it fit your vision and your values? Cool? So I'm very passionate about them. That's why we have our groups like the Disruptors and things like that, where we cultivate that mindset. So, I want to begin by thanking my, 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 my sponsors. We have who? My studio, simply the most disruptive CRM system in our industry. And I say that passionately. Passionately, passionately, because the work they're doing in cultivating content and cultivating a software that's going to move our businesses in the next 20, 30 years, I believe they're the ones, without a doubt. And that's the big thing. If you're working with a software that hasn't had an update in a month, run the other way. Look at your freaking iPhone. I mean, that happens at breakneck speed, doesn't it? breakneck speed they're always updating updating because we understand with technology it's moving at 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 hyperspeed right it's like being in the millennium falcon and just taking off i mean that's simply the way technology is so that's what i love but they're not just adding bells and whistles just to simply say we're updating no they really go in there and they're bug fixes they go in and they add features based upon what we need and what we ask he just had another update so i'm very excited about being partnered with my studio um, as a partner and an influencer for them you will always hear me standing on my little soapbox professing my studio good people good heart and they really care about what we do and that's what's important for me next we have kids love life skills right kids of life skills. we understand a martial arts school has a unique opportunity to position ourselves outside any other children's activity out there. So be it baseball, football, soccer, dance. I don't care what it is. If you're teaching life skills at the highest level, then you position yourself to be an investment for their child, not an extracurricular activity. Nobody's going to go to a soccer coach per se and say, teach my child focus and discipline, right? But they will walk into your school and they will demand that you teach focus and discipline. They almost expect it. Cool. It's like putting ketchup on my burger. If I go in a restaurant, they know no ketchup. Hey, what kind of restaurant is this? You walk into a martial arts school, they better teach life skills at the highest level. So I'm very proud of my team at Kids of Life Skills who begin to cultivate and come out of this thing, creating content, creating social media content, creating uh, partnerships where it's much more than a company where you just buy product from. And that's important to me because the relationship is what it's all about. And my sister over there at LC Accounting, I love my sister. She's a BJJ player. She does Kenpo. She gets the martial arts school in her. She's there for you. She has saved my behind through this pandemic, helping me negotiate the PPP, the EIDL. We just got a grant in San Francisco that's going to help pay for our payroll for all the new hires for day camp throughout the summer. What a blessing. What a blessing, but she's diligent, she's relentless, she'll sit on that phone in some queue for a couple of hours for me, and she's done it many times. So that's what I love about my sister and what she does at LC Accounting. Different vibe, different vibe, I believe so. Cool, all right, so let's take a look at this. What do we got today? I'm gonna let Marco control the questions down there, Marco. Keep feeding them to me, please. And as you come aboard, I want you to say hello. Can you say hello? I'm gonna try something new, Marco. I want to look at my cell phone. So I I see if it comes across to me faster because on my cell phone, it's much slower. Let's see if this works. If I can look at everybody on my cell phone. Cool.
1: Bear with me for a moment.
0: All right. There we are. Good. I can see everyone's questions. Yay. Sensei Misha's there. Hazel, you're there. What's happening Did you come aboard Paul's there, James there, Master Ray Moore. How have you dealt with the defiant EK students? Let's talk about that. I'll answer that question for you. I will answer that question for you. So let me start with that and then I'll pop up a different question behind me. So, Master Raymore was asking, How do you deal with defiant EK students? Well, you know what's happened in the past year, Master Raymore, which has been very unique because of the pandemic. You know, we pivoted hard into virtual. We're still running close to 600 students virtually, 200 outdoors, and maybe we've only been open a couple of weeks indoors, a month in Milbrae, two weeks in San Francisco. We're probably running 100 people between two locations, not many yet. So, what happened was was we wanted to make sure we served our EK students through this pandemic. So when we were totally virtual, Master Raymore, we knew that four-year-old couldn't sit at a Zoom meeting, sir. So what did we do? We created an all-parent participation class where the parent acts as their coach, So they're they're kind of like, it's so cool because now we're doing these outdoor classes and these live classes, Master Raymore. We don't manage the kids at all, their parents do. So we can talk about this life skill to the parent at a much higher level and they translate it to the child. It's been an amazing thing to come out of this pandemic. Our excellent kids classes are packed, packed, packed. Indoors, outdoors, online, they are packed. So as I begin to recultivate excellent kids, I'm going to share that with you so that you have that. So that's how we do with the defiant kid, the parents there. That's it. All day, every day, Master Raymore. So yeah, yep, yep, yep. So we've made those adjustments. I'm cultivating content and that is growing now. So that's my short answer for that. But we posted it there in the comments. There is uh, the link to Kids Love Life Skills and Excellent Kids if anyone is interested in that. Cool, cool, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that plug there, Jason. Uh, And we're very blessed to be able to help and serve. So I'm going to get into these questions right away. Uh, We got a lot of questions today. So I'm going to start with this one right here. All right. So how would you respond to a parent that requested assurance that your employees were vaccinated? You know what? Legally, you you can't expose that. I mean, if you have people on your team that don't want to get vaccinated, you can't sit there and chastise them and single them out in your school. You simply cannot do that, right? I know here in California, this conversation, you you know, to make it mandatory to work in someone's business, you have to be vaccinated. Well, When that came across the plate as a possibility, it's like, you know, restaurant, no shirt, no slippers, right? In all these restaurants in Hawaii, you don't have a shirt on, you don't have shoes on, you can't come in here and eat. I can say if you want to work here, you have to be vaccinated. I could make that a policy, but I chose not to do that. But I can gratefully say everybody on my team is vaccinated, everybody. And I'll say that confidently in social media, in our newsletter, we let people know, my team is is completely vaccinated. Can you sit there and tell people, well, some of my people aren't? No, you can't. You can't. So I think it's really understanding right now, this is going to go on for a while. Everything that I read, everything I study, the data coming across the pipe, even though there's places in the United States right now, no masks, people are back to training full on. There are going to be that demographic. So what I recommend, how would you respond to a parent that requested assurance that our employees were vaccinated? I would simply say, well, you know, for privacy, I can't reveal that to you. I can tell you, that my team is vaccinated, the majority are. Let's say you had somebody who wasn't vaccinated. So what I suggest is if you're not comfortable with that answer, we offer online classes, we offer outdoor classes, and we offer the in-person indoor classes. Maintain all three platforms as long as you can until that shift is legit. And you feel that, you know, I had a guy reach out to me. He dropped all his virtual classes and he's opening up strictly indoors. So he sent me three students because we have a virtual platform and it's strong. So he sent his students to me. Hmm, is there a clue there, somebody? I think there's a clue there, right? And that clue is because we have a strong virtual program, this school owner was confident sending their students to us. Think about that, right? Think about that, think about that. So that's my long and short answer for that. Maybe not the best answer, but it's the one I have today. What music do you use in all of your fitness kickboxing classes? That's a simple one. We use powermusic.com. Powermusic.com. Just go to powermusic.com. But you know what? We go to Click It Mix, it's a subdivision inside powermusic.com. What's neat is I can choose different songs. And, and it's cool and you can mix them so you can put the songs in the order you want. It's got a player there. Um, we normally make all the tempo, no matter what the song is, 150 beats per minute. That's key because you have one song that's 150. Next song is 128 and they're all mixed together. Right so it's non stop a beat through the whole hour, you don't want them to be at different temples so create a custom mix, and then you would download it and load it up I, I load it up into iTunes and create a playlist there, and then we use it that way here's the cool part is we download the player from power music. And we have it on our cell phone. So we just simply Bluetooth it anywhere we go. And we can speed up the tempo, slow down the tempo. And that adds another dynamic to your kickboxing class. You know, if we're doing a section, we want to make the music faster because we do something synchronized with the beat. And we do it on the beat, off the beat. Super powerful. So use powermusic.com. But here's something I want you to be aware of, okay? We pay a good amount of money to ASCAP and BMI. So you guys that are choosing to use this music online, you're not allowed to do that. I know, weird, right? You sit there and pay Power Music for this music. It's roughly fifteen dollars a CD. It's no big deal. Whatever songs you pick, you make the CD. It's about fifteen bucks. The challenge with that is you're playing this in your school. I mean, the odds of BMI or ASCAP having the manpower to go out there and police you are slim to none. But digitally. All they got to do, I mean, think about it. When you use a song that you don't have licensed at Facebook, boom, they ding you right away. So be mindful. And I've had that happen to me a couple of times. I like ACDC. I posted something of me with an auto scrubber. They flagged me and I I disputed it. I said, I pay BMI and ASCAP to license this music. And so then they lifted the ban on me. So be mindful of that. When you use music at powermusic.com, places like that, even Spotify. I don't care what it is right? SoundCloud, you you don't have the right to use that music. So be very mindful because one day digitally, you post that stuff somewhere, they're going to catch you. They're going to catch you and then fines and everything else. It's a whole nother day. So powermusic.com, but be mindful if you're using it, that you have ASCAP and BMI licensing. That's just my opinion on that. A lot of people don't want to spend that money, but you spend it now or you spend it later. Cool. Let me take a little, go here. James, sir, I have a summer program that when I agreed to teach it this year, it was fifteen hundred dollars. It was fifteen hundred dollars per session, okay. Now they are trying to send a contract for only five hundred and eight dollars per, se- per session. I have worked with the, his school for about four years now. There is a final call to see if we can reach a compromise. Any suggestions? was really looking forward to bringing in KLLS this year. You mean into your school or into this program? Herman. Oh, God, they're coming. Herman, I do. We have only have seven spots open for the four-day. Here, let, let me throw that real kick. I love it, you guys. I love you guys. I love all the conversation going on here. So it's time-life change. Herman's asking me here on my phone. Uh, I mean, actually, at Facebook. It's time-life change, November 13th through 16th. We only have seven spots left. We opened up seven more spots for the four days. It'll change your life. The 20 spots sold out like that. And think about it, this events in November. In November. So we opened up seven more spots for the four day experience. So, yes, Herman, it's there. Look for it. It's all over Facebook. Um, you want to change your life, come be a part of that. Sam On's going to be here. That alone. Sam says, you know, whatever you pay for this event, what he's going to teach you about investing, you'll make that you'll make that money back easy. So seven more spots for the four days. We are going to open up the two-day and the one-day, but really the four-day experience, that retreat, it's just magic. It's just freaking magic. So James... Let me see if I I can get into that question for you. It's it's really a rough one, you know, because everybody's doing that. We all are. I'm negotiating with my landlord right now, and I'm telling him commercial rents have come down in San Francisco 27%. I want to do a new 10-year lease with you, but I want my rent to reflect that. Of course, he's going to frown on that but the reality is the reality. So what they're trying to say is, hey, you used to do this for this amount, but due to the pandemic, we don't have the resources. So what I would maybe be willing to do is meet them halfway between the 508 and the 1500 that you did, and say, I'm gonna bring in this new program, Kids Love Life Skills, I will do it at this price. Whatever the difference is, 508 and 1500 is what? $1,100 or something, somewhere in there like that. Meet them halfway and say, I will do that rate for one session. And then after that, we'll have a different conversation. But if this program that you do in this school is a feeder system into your school, and we're growing your school, I don't think that's a bad deal. Right? It's, it's not a bad deal. Do you get a lot of students out of doing that program, that, that session? Answer that question for me. Right? Answer that question. And it is a compromise. I think it's important to compromise, sir. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Thank you for, for putting that in there, Marco. Marco put the link in there, Herman. Go ahead and take that look. So I, I think it is about compromise, James, and you're willing to compromise. I would meet halfway in that number. If they want to pay you 508 and you got 15, meet in the middle, bring in the value of kids, love life skills, wow them, show them that you know I appreciate our relationship. so I'll work with you for this session and we'll grow it together. But after that session, if you're not back up to 1500, then that's a different conversation, right? That's a different conversation, James. But I would definitely make sure that that program you're doing, does it feed your school? If it's just to give back to the community and you feel that's your your community service, cool. But your school's growing so fast, James. I would also think maybe now this might be a blessing to simply say no. Thank you for the time we spent together. But You know, spend your manpower, your time and your resources growing your school, sir. Right. Think about that. What do you think, James? Yeah, see, if you get maybe two students per year. I mean, honestly, it's not a feeder system, then, sir. It's not a feeder system, James, at all. So if you believe it's goodwill and you want to do that for the community, fine. If not, as as we both discussed, your school is growing and it's growing really fast, sir. It's growing really fast. So maybe you ought to keep all your resources, your focus, your time, and your effort on growing your actual brick-and-mortar location. That's what it sounds like to me, right? What do you think? What do you think? Think about that. Keep your questions coming, folks. I'm going to see if there's any more here. Yeah, and Marco's right. You know, Master Raymor. going back to your question again, how do we deal with a defiant child in our excellent kids classes? We understand, Master Raymore, kids love attention. Now, they can't differentiate between positive attention and negative attention. All they know is they're getting attention. I know in some households, the kid who gets straight A's, nobody pays him no mind. The kid that's in trouble all the time, the parents have to put extra effort into, you feel me? So what we do is, you know, the standard highlight and spotlight is a great thing. If, if I'm running a kid's class and i say, look at little Jimmy sitting like a black, with his hands in his lap, looking right at me. That's awesome focus, Jimmy, sir. You get the first focus badge of class. Would anybody else here like to earn a focus badge? Boom, everybody drops in, they're on point, it's a good day, right? That's so much more positive and constructive, sir, than saying, you know, sit up straight. Look at me. That just instills fear. So I share that with parents as I'm coaching them in this class. Try to avoid that. I mean, how inspiring is this? Pay attention. That's about as inspiring as driftwood. So really, but if I look at someone and say, hey, Johnny, where should your eyes be when we're talking, sir? Boom. Boom. Or look at little Susie looking right at me. That's awesome focus. Little Susie, you get the first focus badge of the day. Boom, done day. Done day, Master Raymar. So that's another one. But I'm telling you, this new version of of Excellent Kids, I'm so excited because I've been teaching it for the past year. So I've really cultivated new drills, new language, new everything. And that's the neat thing, one of the things that's came out of this pandemic. I'm back to teaching all the time, so I'm more at the pulse of the new things I'm writing for rotating curriculum, for systems development, for training your team. It's all very relevant in today's world, right? So I'm super, 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 super excited. Yeah, good. Good, James. So we're on the same page with that. Right on. And keep those questions coming in. Okay. Keep them coming in. I just want to take a quick break and and, and share this with people. If I asked you, would you like to grow your biz from $10,000 a month to 50? Who would say yes? right? For those of you who sit in that category, 10K a month to 50K a month. Well, that can happen easily. I've done it many times over. You know, as we come through this thing, I, I mean, I continue to do it. My It's Time group mentoring program, I'm not sure what the cost is. Somebody can pump it in there, but we're going to do a blowout. We're going to let people come in the door for $99 a month. We meet several times a month. There's a handout. There's there's um, we, we meet in a Zoom environment. We cultivate ideas, we help move businesses, and it's a powerful group. And, and for 99 bucks a month, you're never going to lose. It's month to month. Um try it out for a month. See if you like it. If you don't, no love lost. But I know we've got an amazing group of people in there now. And every time we meet, we're going to meet today at 1230. And guess what? Guess what we're starting on? Systems. Ooh. Systems Designs is one of my favorites. My favorites, my favorites. So if you'd like to grow your biz from 10K to 50K, PM me or hit me up in the comments, Cole. All right, what's next here? What do we got? Let's see, which question do I want? All right, so this is an important one. Let's see if I got the, okay, good. So let's look at this one. Someone asked me, as we come out of this pandemic, when is a good time to increase my tuition prices? Well, uh, I think anytime is a good time to raise your prices, right? Especially if you haven't done it in a long time. I think it's important to be sensitive to the community. So I'm gonna take that a little bit out of context. We have this favorite restaurant we go to, Hot Pot, right? It's a Hot Pot restaurant. They put the soup in front of you, you put different meats and vegetables and things like that. When we go eat there, me, my wife, my son, and my daughter. My daughter's nine. Um, the bill is normally around 125 Now, because of the pandemic, we haven't been able to eat there. So guess what? They open up and we go to eat. We get the bill. The bill is $185. Huge difference, right? $125, $185. Whoa. Whoa. And so what they've done is they got rid of the kids' discounts. So my daughter who doesn't eat nearly as much as an adult, right? because it's all you can eat, she's being charged $45. Then they put an 18% tip right on top of it, no choice. And it says, because of COVID. Now, normally an 18% tip is automatically added when? When there's more than six people in the party, correct? So again, I was shackled. We'll never go eat there again. And I get it. Businesses are trying to play catch-up, right? They're all trying to play catch-up. I understand that. The, bad, the, the, the thing that sh- is challenging for me there, it's very short-sighted. Follow me. It's very short-sighted. Because remember, we're in this for the long game. And in some parts of the country, like California here, they have a surplus of money. California, and here's a, here's a very daunting daunting piece of data. If California was a country, a country by itself, by itself, it would have the sixth largest economy in the world. So there's a surplus. That's why I believe the grant in San Francisco to help cover our payroll for rehires and it's, a, it's an amazing program. It's going to start out 100%, then it's going to taper off to 75 and go down and down. I don't know how long. California in general has a surplus of money. That's not that way everywhere in the country. So think about where you are in your community. Do you believe coming out of this pandemic, if raising your prices is the best thing to do right now? That would be my question because yeah, it's always, we're talking about it ourselves, but honestly, after eating in that restaurant, I'm kind of going, hmm, was that a gift that was just handed to me? A laurel branch telling me, well, maybe you shouldn't raise your prices right now. Maybe you should chill on that, right? So I think we're going to take it in a step-by-step process. Number one, we're going to get rid of sibling discounts. That's going to go away because it's real estate. When I look on a mat and there's 30 spots to fill, I don't want one kid paying me $40 a class and the next kid paying me $30 a class and the next kid paying me $25 a class. I wanna look at that that floor and going, $40, $40, $40, $40, $40 across the board. So I think the first thing we're going to eliminate are family discounts, gone, gone. And that's for us, but again, be extremely mindful we're here in san francisco one of the most childless cities right in the world so the average family has one kid two kids in some places in in the united states you have four or five people training with you right dad kids everybody so again i'm only sharing what we believe is going to work for us sibling discounts will go to the wayside second We are going to increase increase our tuition by $20 a month. Yeah. Every two years, we increase it by $20. We're due for that. We're majorly due for that. But when you drip that out, what you do is you raise your tuition instantly in September. That's pretty much what I'm looking at, right? But everybody else will be grandfathered in. They have three months. They could buy a year membership, pay in full, do a couple of different things. And come January of 2022, we're definitely going to raise it across the board. Okay, so that's my long and short answer on that. James, I really wish we could do an intense Zoom boot camp on some of the subjects in the mentoring group. I am still working on my budget and business plan. I used to, Yeah, and, and James, I'm open to all that because I think, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to think I had this figured out. Yeah, the budget is a big one, but that's an ongoing thing, and you can request that Just just – Send me a PM because what what's neat about the mentoring group, James, it's organic, man. We're flowing, right? We're flowing. So if we need a little more time on budgets and things like that, we can do a special Zoom on that. Absolutely, absolutely. Different things like that, for sure. For sure, for sure. But I think that's what's neat about it. You know, with working with me, I love understanding. And that's why I believe my businesses are where they are through this pandemic, right? And remember, California has been closed forever. We're just now getting open in San Francisco for indoor is that my ability to be fluid and pivot and adapt is really the art of life. When things are too rigid, when they're too one way, that's what I think has hurt people. I still have people reaching out to me going, you know, Zoom doesn't work. I don't want to do Zoom. Nobody can learn martial arts at Zoom. Dude, that train left the station months ago, months, a year ago. So to have that conversation, you're stuck. You suffer from a fixed mindset. So James, we're fluid. You want to do an extra boot camp on that? Sure. You know, maybe we'll do what we'll do a Sunday for everybody where we go through the financial part. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my thought on increasing prices. Just remember my restaurant story when you're choosing to increase your tuition. Do not look at your business as trying to play catch up. See, I'm in a position right now where I'm even looking at an SBA loan. Why? Because I want to give all of my core team that really stuck it out. They all need raises and I want to shore up this team so they make this their career. So if that means me getting an SBA and doing a couple of things, because my first mindset was I'm going to pay all of this back rent first, right? The debt that I incurred through this pandemic must be paid first, you know, and everyone else must take it on the chin. But in talking to you know my wife and my right hand man and everybody, you know what? I'm not. That's not their burden. It's my burden. I own the freaking business. That's why I make the lion's share, right? It's not their burden to have to take that on the chin. So I've shifted my mindset on that, and I'm going to focus on getting my team raises, right? Imagine how. Inspiring that would be coming out of this pandemic. If I could afford to give them raises and figure that out, even if it's via an SBA loan, I'll do, what, I'll do what it takes because I love my team and I want to create this company that people want to work for. And they've proven it through this pandemic. The average tenure, tenure of an employee in my company is freaking 10 years now. That loyalty, you can't buy that loyalty, right? You can't buy that. I used to suffer from the mindset. What have you done for me lately? It's strictly performance-based. Well, it should be performance-based, and it should be based upon their loyalty as well. I think they go hand in hand, and that's vital to me. I've learned a lot about loyalty this year from people in general and even people within my organization. So loyalty has, is worth a new, new currency for me, a much higher level. Cool? Paul, we are thinking... Let's
1: see, let let me make sure I'm not missing these.
0: Thank you, Sensei Mish. I'm glad I joined the mentoring program, yeah. Yeah, and that's a big one too. It's, it's, It's not a threat, James, this is a very good point. James is saying, I think with the possible threat of super inflation on the horizon, maybe now is not the time to raise prices. If the inflation happens, it might make us the first on the chopping block. That's a good point, James. But again, what I'm gonna to say to you, inflation does not affect the rich. Inflation truly affects low income and the middle class. It squeezes the middle class, right? So again, look at the demographic you're in. I would say in the demographic you're supporting right now, James, I don't know if a price increase is a good choice. When I went to that hot pot restaurant, remember, we're here. What do we have here? We're within freaking a drive, a short drive. I can be at Facebook. I can be at Tesla. I can be at YouTube. I can be at, you know, it's crazy, Genentech. I can be at, it's crazy. Twitter is here. There's so much money here. So they walk in and go, oh, you jacked it up. It's no big deal, right? So again, one size does not fit all. It does not fit all. So I would be mindful. When I'm out there looking at those different things, and I don't really believe it's inflation because it's inflation, it's inflation because of the pandemic, all these different things that have been offered and put out there they they have to pay for them somehow, right, they do, they do they do, right. Yep, thank you sensei Mish I'm glad you're in the mentoring too, sir. Let's see, Uh, Paul is asking me. We have been thinking about what to do about our family discount but we are struggling to move remove it because our focus is family and there are several large families in our community and school we are a family we discount the three plus family member well that's our big focus right now the seismic center building okay so see again it's a different vibe right If you want to cater and you want lots of families in your school, then yes, I think it's attractive, Paul, to have some type of family discount. But if you're gouging yourself, I am not into two two kids are full price and everybody else is free. That's not going to happen. Right now, what we have, the first person is full price. Second one is 20%. Third one is 25%. And everybody else is 25% off. But this thing of two people pay full, everybody else is free. I would never do that in my business. Never, never. Any great restaurant that has a family discount and a kid's menu, you know, they're still making money. Disneyland, still making money. You know, so be mindful of that. I don't think Disneyland has a family discount, do they? I don't think they do. I don't think they do. So, again, your culture, Paul. May, that might be one of the attractive things about it. We're a family. I am family. So we do have some type of family discount. You know, I don't think that's a struggle. I think it's just a matter. Good. Paul, we did remove the three plus free two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Conrad, I raised 15% October last year. No grandfathering and all students agreed to the raise. But I do know from talking to you, Conrad, you hadn't had any kind of major tuition increase in years, right? So I want to be mindful of that.
1: Yeah, we got side conversations going on here. That's so cool.
0: Yep. And I think in any situation, especially now, when we did the business plan that we did in our group mentoring, one of the things is a SWOT analysis. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your opportunities? What are your threats, right? What are the strengths right now? Everybody's hungry to get back into martial arts and get out there and do things. And, you know, I was looking at it the other night. We have Kung Fu on the CW series with that girl. We have Cobra Kai rocking it, right? We have freaking Warrior, another one that's going on. there. We just had Mortal Kombat come out, right? I mean, it's on and on. There's just martial arts everywhere. Everywhere, freaking everywhere everywhere. There's some type of martial arts, movies, series. It's everywhere. And then I know here we're getting a huge influx of students because their parents are scared with all the hate crimes against Asians, right? So here, especially where we have a huge Asian population, they're coming in the doors, right? But that's just a quick fix. We're trying to build a culture. We're trying to get people to see this as a long-term investment for their lifestyle, for their family. So There's so many things going on. So the SWOT analysis, the strengths are, people are ready to get out. They really are. I think the virtual is great. It will always be a revenue stream, but there are that certain demographic, hungry to get back out, hungry, hungry. What are the weaknesses? Maybe the inflation, maybe in your community, the dollar isn't strong, right? Because people don't have that type of disposable income. Maybe that's a weakness. What are the opportunities? The opportunities are, People need socialization again, right? Human connection, creating that type of social environment, that tribe, that thing that people want to be part of, that you and only you can do in your unique culture of your school. That's a huge opportunity right now. And what is the big threat? I think the big threat is if you're going to look at a short term solution, right, I got to play catch up and you're going to gouge the crap out of your people and jack up prices and they're gone. I think another huge threat is there's so many people coming in the door right now. I hear it. at All these schools I'm am record, record month, all these people coming in, but they're not paying attention to taking care of these relationships because they're so busy just trying to teach, you know, and get all these new students through the door because they're coming in where they're not taking care of this. So I think that's another huge threat right now. So do that SWOT analysis, reach out to Letitia, at LC accounting. She'll help you with that, right? Strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. What, what is really in your community? And again, California could be its own freaking sixth largest economy as a country. Don't compare California to everybody else. I've gotten grants and things that I know in a lot of parts of the country, they're not even there, right? They're not even there. So, Again, be mindful of that. Cool. I love you guys talking over here, man. Look at it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, see, Conrad? It was his first increase in a long, long time. Yeah. Very good. Very good. And so please be mindful of that, you guys. Um, I'm all for a good price increase when the day's done. I really am. But again, I think it should be. You should be mindful, right, of does it serve your community? Don't think short term. And I know that restaurant, they're thinking short term. They're gouging the shit out of people right now. And we won't go back. We were so excited to go back to our favorite hot pot. And we walked out of there with a bad taste in our mouth because we don't eat that much food. I'm okay paying, you know, 25 bucks a head, whatever, you know, because we're probably eating about $15 worth of food. Seriously. And so to do that, we, we were done. We're done. We're done. And I'm sure a lot of other people are gonna feel that way that are regulars, right? That have frequented this restaurant many, many times. To sit there and say, everybody gets an 18% gratuity right on top because of COVID. What the, what, what? That's reserved for parties of six or more. Yeah, my wife was not happy at all when we got the bill. So that's what's really got me thinking about that. Think about that, okay? Next question. Google business pages seems to be all the buzz from social media people in our industry. What is your take on it? Well, with the new Apple IS, you know, we've heard about the new IS updates and stuff that are going to restrict because I know Apple is going to try to push their own advertising. So it's going to hurt our ads at Facebook and they're making you, they're going to allow you to do it, but you got to jump through hoops, right? It's across the board. But again, I say this all the time and and please Take notes on this. I don't want to market one way to 70 people. I want to market 70 ways to 70 people. But, you know, I saw some social media wannabe out there today posting some just fluff, just some BS fluff, saying that you need to be at every social media platform. You got to be everywhere. That's bullshit. You would never see me promoting one martial arts at TikTok or my brand in Beliso Brands because that's not my audience. That's a little kid platform. I would never be there. Never ever, never ever ever. Because the thing with social media it's such this big animal. You could spend your whole freaking day doing this at everything. You know, and I thought Planable was a good platform, but no, cuz everything's formatted differently, done differently. And me and Marco have had that conversation as we cultivate content for social media for excellent kids and kids of life skills. Oh, guess what? If the picture's not sized right for Instagram and it's not native They don't like you because you don't know their platform. So I'm going to take a formatted picture that I use at one platform and then pop it on a different one. They're not happy. So I think it's really mindful that you need to be very strategic with your social media and you need to be mindful of that. You do not need to be at every platform at all. So when that person posted and I saw it, I go, God, but you know what? That's social media. People perpetrate a fraud every day, every day, every day. And I shared that thing about influencers with you, where they had this girl in a backyard with a little kiddie pool you buy at Walmart, they put some food coloring in the water, sprinkled some rose petals, then she laid her head back into this thing, and they put on some really expensive sunglasses they bought and were going to return later. And she posted, I'm at the Cliffs Four Seasons Hotel in Los Angeles in the spa. Like, what the heck? What the heck? So, I mean, that's the thing with social media, the yin and the yang, is people can promote lies, and people believe what they see at social media. That's a scary thought. That's a scary thought. So, I know that's a little bit sidetracked, but I want to put that out there, because when you post social media, I want you to be authentic, I want you to be honest, and you better have data to back it up. Anything I've ever done in this industry, I can back up with some type of documentation, some type of social proof, right? So someone who can sit there and do a good thing through Canva, please be careful. Please be careful. I've seen more social media people come out of the woodworks in the past year than ever, than ever, than ever, 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 ever. Be mindful of those people. Cool? Google. You know, we, 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 we saw that with Chris Rodriguez. I've been cultivating um, Google for a long time. Stephen Reinstein swears by it. We should all have a great Google presence. And here's why everybody take out your phone for me take your phone out
1: take your phone out everybody got
0: you got it all right you got your phone out all right so what i want you to do is i want you to look for um martial arts in san francisco go martial arts in san francisco
1: Go ahead. Martial arts in San Francisco.
0: Who's there? Post it in the comments. So take a look at that, right? The first page. How many times do you see one martial arts? How many times? Somebody put it in there for me. One martial arts. How many times do you see it at martial arts in San Francisco? Go.
1: And keep those questions coming in the comments, okay? Yeah, Marco, we recently shifted gears. Yeah.
0: Anybody? How many times you see one martial arts? My business, one martial arts. Go. Come on.
1: Hey, Susan.
0: I've never seen Susan Pratt McBride. Welcome to the show. I see you there. Thank you, Susan. Or Suzanne. I hope I don't have that wrong.
1: Nobody knows? How many times do you see one martial arts? When you search for martial arts in San Francisco? Nobody? Yeah, there's like a... Two-minute two delay. Anybody put it in there for me? Anyways, somebody will
0: put it in, then I'll get in, man. The point I'm trying to make is, did you search for martial arts in San Francisco through Bing, through Safari? What? Where did you search for it? Through Google. That's it, right? Google. You did it through Google. They say it's, it's crazy. Something like 90 something percent of the searches are all done through Google. That's crazy, right? But it's not, but it's not. So I want you to pay attention to that, okay? I really, really want you to pay attention to that. So the other thing about using google is i'm specifically there for a reason so that's a very good i hate lead using the word lead but that's a good lead i want to look for something for my kid right right for martial arts i'm a good lead so everybody here should have set up their business page tell me you've claimed your business page you've set it up put that in the comments as well how many people right? How many people? Nobody knows how many times one martial arts, Tisha, help me out. Nobody put it in there. How many times did you find one martial arts on the first page of Google, right? When you looked up martial arts in San Francisco. Hey, Jason, Beverly, welcome to the show, Beverly. Welcome, welcome, Beverly. So you need to claim your Google business page. Get that set up, make sure that's done. Hey, that's the first part right, and they make you jump through hoops. They're gonna send you a thing in the mail with a security code. It comes to your business address to verify. All of that's a good day. Set up your business page. Make sure everything matches your website, matches your social media. If I put my phone number one, four, one, five, seven, three, one, nine, nine, eight, eight, at Google, then over here, I just put seven, three, one, nine, nine, eight, eight. That's not a good day. And both Chris and Stephen really expressed that. Make sure all of your stuff across the board Matches really well. And I think that there's a service they mentioned, both Steven and and Chris, I think it's called Moz, M-O-Z.com, where it'll go there and go foom and make sure all your information's correct, right? And if it's not, it flags it, it helps you out. Good service, you know, good, Jason claimed it. Excellent, Jason, claim that page, but don't just claim it. You gotta do something with it now. So set up your business page, make sure it's tight and right, hours, numbers, websites, links, everything's good. But here's the kicker you got to try to get triple digit reviews. We're really working hard. We haven't broke 100. I think we're at like 90 at each location. Once you get into triple digits, that's super, super powerful, right? You want triple digit reviews. Because I know, I think it's after I get nine reviews, the little stars that show up on the left-hand side, they're there. So if it's a five-star review business, four-star, so that helps as well. Next thing is they love photos. So we're batching photos all the time. I'm loading photos, not anything necessarily with you know posts. I'm loading photos all the time into Google, all the time. That helps the spiders go, yay, you're active, we dig you, rank you higher. And then of course, social media posts. You have to be posting just like you do at Facebook or anywhere else. You need to post at Google on a regular basis. Definitely, and we know this for a fact. You pay to play. So if you're taking Google ads and stuff out, and and I just heard from my my Facebook ad guy that now Google's allowing you to use pictures with your ads and a couple of other different things. And what they'll do is they'll take, say you, you, you have a database, your email database, and they feed it into their algorithms. They'll be able to find who your avatar is based upon your existing student base, yeah. So I take a CVS file and we give that to Google and Google will say, great, based upon your CVS file, your current client, your current student base, these are who we're gonna send your ads to and focus when they're at Google. So yeah, I think Google is really making that run. Hey, Bao, you saw three? Oh, I think it's a lot more than three. It's a lot more than three. Well, I'm gonna take a look at this, man. So, if I go martial arts, San Francisco. Let me take a quick look, see, see, see if we're doing our job. All right. I see right up on top one martial arts below San Dojo. Okay. I see one martial arts on the Google map. That's two.
1: I see one martial arts
0: as itself that's three i see one martial arts five best martial arts classes in san francisco that's four i see in the google search one martial arts san francisco five because of the keyword one martial arts i see one martial arts milbury that's six Cool. So I see it six times. And of course, if I went kids, kids, karate, because karate kid, right? If I did, did kids karate, San Francisco, Ooh, that's going to blow up. And I love doing this stuff. Oh, look at this. One, two, three, four, five,
1: six, seven.
0: Eight, nine. So see kids martial arts because we're more kid oriented nine times. Isn't that cool? I think that's really cool, right? That's really cool. So again, take a look at that and you should be showing that up. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. And so we're there. And so I want to make sure that you have a good Google presence. But if you're not loading up pictures on a weekly basis, Chris Rodriguez has her team batches them every week, right? They're loaded, but you can't load the same photo. Batching new photos every week you're doing your social media posts, you're getting your views, everything's, you know, current, especially with hours and things like that. And you're spending some money on Google ads, that's going to help position you. Because I think Google is going to become an even bigger player. And they recognize that looking at Facebook and other platforms, I really believe the Google environment is going to become huge, huge, huge. Let me see what other questions we got in here. Let me find a good one. Let me find a good one. All right. So this is a good one from Virginia. Ideas on or- organizing a team to appear in a local July 4th parade. Okay. So here's what's really important. I'm Yeah, that's the one. Thank you, Jason. There. So Jason is helping me with that. So he's saying, keep in mind, Google. Is also tailoring its search response, according to the user search history, I think the latest figure is 180 days of history that's cool though right, because I think it's going to allow us to get a better lead thanks for that input Jason. I appreciate the support and the love, so I think the big thing looking at this fourth of July event right. And me and my wife, we've, believe me, we've done a number of parades in our lifetime. And I say, let's roll up some t-shirts and tie a rack card around them and do like at a Warriors game, we'll throw out t-shirts, right? Boom, boom, boom. And it will be attached, you know, wear this t-shirt into one martial arts and take one free class. You could do something like that, right? We thought about uh, clipping. If it's a hot July, maybe you do water bottles with your logo wrapped around it, right? And that logo has, you know, Good for one free class and you're tossing out water bottles, but I want to be mindful. It's 4th of July. It's for independence, right? We want to be mindful we don't turn this into a sales fest. So I think just your presence alone, that homegrown community being there in full uniform, carrying a big banner. The banner is a must, just like you would a marching band. I think you need a big banner. You know, you could do a flatbed truck, but there's something really magical about walking. And the last big parade we did, you know what we did, Virginia, which I think was very cool. Hey, is, is we stayed away from, you know, the demo team, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, running through the aisle. What we did though, and we had everybody come out. We wanted moms, dads, strollers, dogs, right? And we we gave everybody a one martial arts t-shirt. If you come walk in this parade with us, you get a one martial arts t-shirt. We did a bunch of balloons to Virginia and we were giving those out as well. So be mindful what image you want to project. If it's I am family martial arts, I want tons of families there, right? Tons of them. And what we noticed when we did the demo team thing, you know, you go so many feet, you hit a key point, da 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 da. The demo team was getting burnt out as well. We used to do that too, right? And plus, it's for some kids, it's just not cool, right? I used to do martial arts in front of all my friends, that kind of stuff. We found the most effective for us. We want to have volume. I want lots of people. We want to show numbers, Virginia, right? So, in answer to your question, If we're going to do a parade, what we do, big banner, right? Several people holding it on a long stick, one martial arts, boom, right? Live your best life at one martial arts. And behind that, I kid you not, I think I've posted pictures of that from the last one we did in 2000. It's a sea of black T-shirts, a sea, and it all says one martial arts. And then, like we said, we had T-shirts rolled up, rubber band with rack cards. We're throwing those out. But my wife was very hesitant. She said, I said, babe, let's do fruit snacks, tie them to a rack card and pass them out. She goes, that's cheesy. I go, but we have this captive audience. We're walking. There's people watching, you know? She goes, yeah, but I think it's just being part of the community is what's going to really resonate. And if and when people are ready, they're going to remember us, right? So we didn't do anything like that, Virginia. And that was from my wife. And I took her lead on that. And it it was good. I think what it is is about, you know, what people need eight to 12 touch points in order to want to do business with you. So I see you in the parade. Great. I see you giving out cotton candy at movie night. Great. I see you on the back of a Little League uniform. Great. I see you supporting the Millbury Lions Club. Great. So I think all that adds up to the perception of, your value in the community. Cool? So I hope that helps. Going back to the Google one, I want to add two cents there. Please um, make sure you are also utilizing Nextdoor. I think Nextdoor is a very underrated platform and it's one we like to use because we live in the Millbrae community. We use Nextdoor to cultivate content and we're going to set up the one for San Francisco as well now. You know, we want to make sure that we're in the community, but I can't use Nextdoor. They let businesses do one post a week. Seriously, right? Your private page, you can do so many, but we want to make sure we're not inundating our private page. My personal account would sell, 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 sell. They don't dig that. We actually got dinged for that. And they cut us off at Nextdoor several years back. So I think Nextdoor is, again, another way to promote your business. That, again, why am I not a TikTok? That's not my freaking audience for my business. Do I think Nextdoor is a great place for your business? Absolutely. Absolutely for what we do. Cool? Let me take a look at this question. There was 200 other businesses we were able to reach before the parade even started let me see what jason's saying one of the most powerful things we ever did for the parade was to get a list of the other people in the parade we made them each a goodie bag with water granola and snacks and of course information jason that is brilliant sir right because you gave something before you asked for something jason i love you sir right because it fits my mindset and my value system completely you see what jason did they found out everybody else who's in the parade and they made him a goodie bag because they're walking and it had good stuff in it right it had good stuff it had water granola and snacks so he gave something before he asked for something that's super cool jason disruptor disruptor idea i dig it virginia's saying we're doing the whole family invited to walk with us and we are have special parade team tees. You're on it, Virginia. You know, now, like I said, my wife didn't dig the fruit snack staple to a rack card. I thought it was cool. We're just going to throw them out. I thought doing the t-shirt thing was, but she said, it's cheesy. You know, it was a Chinese new year parade. She said, we're not here for that. We're here to support the community. Okay, babe. You're right. You're right. But again, you want to be in different places. But I like Jason's idea, Virginia. I think that's pretty cool. Do you pay for sponsorship in Nextdoor? You can. You absolutely can. And Letitia's right. Please make sure you set up a marketing budget and stick to it. I've done it. We've all done it. It's very easy to spend a lot of money on this pie-in-the-sky marketing because somebody's a good salesman, and they woo you. There's tons of that right now. There's tons of it. And so you want to be very mindful of that. You, you know, I saw that. that You see these people with their websites, right? Seen on NBC News and blah, 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 blah. blah. They actually have a division where they sell you ad space, where, yes, yeah, sure, a TV announcer or reporter will spend 30 seconds or a minute talking about your product with you. You pay for that. So there's a huge misconception with that. Right. And you'll see those guys are running around social media a lot right now. You see them everywhere. Right. Would you like to be featured on Fox News? Da, 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 da. Yeah, you pay for it. You pay for it. So if you want to do that, too, fine. But really. I want to own the three to five mile radius of my brick and mortar location. I'd rather take that money I spend out there. Right. See, I can say I did a TED talk. There's a video It's there. I can post it so I can put TED Talks logo next to mine at my brand and website. I don't put it at all at one martial arts because one is, it does nothing to do with it. Nothing. I would rather take that money that somebody would spend for some type of infomercial spot like that on, on a local news station, which has a very short shelf life, other than you can take that video and repurpose it and repurpose it and repurpose it and take it and sponsor a little league baseball team. I would, because that little league baseball team is going to be seen by how many parents eyes over the 12 game season through practices and all the rest, right? All the rest. And we'll go a step further because my wife was brilliant. Barring from Jason's thing, my wife did something similar, Jason. She took opening day, you should get the wagon out of the garage. What the heck I'm getting the wagon for? She had goodie bags for everybody on our team. So we went out there in our one martial arts gear. We applauded, supported the team in the game. After the game, we gave out goodie bags. We took pictures with the team. That has a lot of social media legs. It simply does, right? So again, I agree with Letitia. Stick to your marketing budget. That's super powerful, right? Yeah, good idea, Jason. We did the cotton candy stand for all the people in the parade at their setup area. There you go, Virginia. Set up the cotton candy machine in in the staging area and people getting ready for the parade. Or, you know, what Jason Smith did, they had a parade going and he put the cotton candy machine right outside his business. I guess the parade passed by or people dispersed after and they could come get cotton candy at his school. Sure. See, this is what the group mentoring is about, though, you guys. And that's why I, I encourage you. We're going to set up a special pricing, $99 a month. It's month to month. Get out of it when you want, because this, you know, the show is supposed to be over. It is the show- The show was was over a minute ago. So I'm going to get to the rest of the questions next week because I like to keep people on time. I got my group mentoring starting at 1230. So what do we got coming up? It's time live change, right? It's time live change. It's all about change right now. And all our lives are changing right? I know my son's 12. I saw a video and it was three. He's changing. Virginia's bought a house. She's getting married. She's changing, right? Marco's moving into a new location. He's changing. Jason just moved into a new location. He's changing. He's cultivating his brand. We're all changing and growing. That's a constant. So It's Time life Change, that four-day event, is all about change, our mindset change, changes in our business, in the way we do things. Letitia will be here from Elsie Accounting. So she'll be with us for the four days. You'll be able to pick her brain. Sam On is going to be here. So the 20 spots are filled, but we have seven more we opened up. You know why? Only because we have a third table at Hana, and me, Letitia, and Ben are going to be sitting at this freaking table. So we opened up seven more spots. That's why. So we're going to open up seven more. yeah, it's going to be awesome because California's rocking 70 something percent of adults have at least one shot of the vaccination you know June 15th they're talking no masks everything. I know November's going to be sweet November's going to be sweet. So Mark will put the link in there if you want to be one of those seven people, get it. then we're going to open up for the two-day event and the one day event. The two-day event will still feature Sam on so you can take advantage of that as well. Let me thank my, my my amazing sponsors. My studio, please. If you don't have my studio, you need to get it. Their new over their overhaul of their platform is awesome, awesome. So when I go into all customers now, I see trials, memberships, everything. It's so cool, and they just keep getting better and better and better. I don't know what, they're on version 5.9 and they've only been around three years. So their updates are incredible. Their versions are constantly updating, updating, updating. Kids Love Life Skills, that is growing as well. And we're super blessed. You know, we're moving in a subscription-based model, but what we're offering is beyond anything, anything. Partnerships, monthly Zoom stuff like this. We have social media posts designed for you. We've created more content, more products to help support that. And you don't want to see excellent kids. Ooh. It's light years above, light years above anything I've ever done. But honestly, it only because I've been teaching excellent kids for the past year in a different environment where it turned into full parent participation, the language, the life talks, everything is growing to a whole new level. So that's going on as well. And I'm very blessed and grateful to be given that gift. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonades. It doesn't happen to you. It happens for you, for you. And through this, I can gratefully say everything has been elevated in my game as an instructor, as a leader, as a cultivator of programs and content, because I'm in the trenches, just like you, right? Instead of just making up stuff going, hmm, what should work? I know what works because I'm testing it every day. Cool. All right. So Marco, we have a winner. Who shared this? Did everybody share this, this live broadcast with as many people as you could? So Marco's going to pull a name out of our digital drawing and he's going to post it in the comments and we're going to find out who has won a 30-minute discovery call with me. A 30-minute discovery call with me. Who's the winner today, Marco, sir? Post it in, post it in, post it in, post it in.